Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It is 11.34. Welcome back in the zone. I thought this was an appropriate way to lead into Dr. O'Malley's segment today from UAMS because, well, Doc, I play this only for the Cowboys season. Uh, and it's amazing that usually it takes at least 10 weeks before we start giving up on the Cowboys. This time it only took one. And uh, I'm a very big fan of efficiency. So I'm like, let's just get this Cowboys season out of the way right out of the gate. Uh, but, man, that's, it's, a rough, it's a rough deal. And, and Wes is in mourning. And I feel for him. So when he comes in now, Doc, instead of beating him up, I give him a big hug when he walks in the door every morning. And I hope that uh, he definitely should. Yeah, that was the only thing I was thinking about during the game when they were playing was how bad West must be feeling. Yeah, they looked horrible. In my defense, so. I wasn't at this game. Now I have been in attendance when three quarterbacks from the Cowboys either suffered serious or season-ending injuries, twice with Romo and once with Dak, and I did not go to this game. I wasn't even watching it, so I really don't take any responsibility at all for this one. But it is a bummer, and there is some debate about how long it's going to be. Uh, Jerry Jones says like four weeks. The medical experts have said six to eight, although they said it was better news after the surgery was done. Is this exactly the same thing that uh, the Drew Brees went through a couple of years ago? I think so. I, I, I do. I, I can't really, if you look at the reports, Hard to say exactly what he in, what he injured, at least from the reports that I read. But I do believe that it's like a gamekeeper type variant because that would make the most sense that you can fix it, and then we're doing things called like internal braces, essentially using suture, really high strength suture, to protect that ligament as it heals, which allows us to get them back faster. So since that window is really, I mean, four weeks, four to six weeks is actually pretty short. It makes me believe that it was a fracture with more of a ligament-type injury that they can protect, and that's why they can let him start throwing sooner. Okay, so original report was six to eight weeks, and then Jerry comes out and says, four, no, 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 not six, eight weeks. It's going to be four weeks. He'll be back in four weeks. Is that him trying to sell tickets, sell hope? Is that, is that possible? I think it's probably the former. I think he's probably trying to sell hope. But we'll see. <laughs> My guess is six weeks. Okay. I mean, it's better than eight. I was looking at worst-case scenario at eight. So if it's six, you know, uh, maybe well, they can What's the worst-case sign, Colin Kaepernick? Is that, is that worst-case for you? No. I mean, worst-case is they go 0-6 and, and they're 0-7 and the season really is over. I mean, I'm hoping just tread water, go 3-3, three and three, and Dak comes back with 10 games to go and you got a chance to make a little bit of a run and the season is not over. But um, yeah. – they I mean, need some receivers back, though. No uh, doubt. They have nobody to throw to. No, Gallup needs to come back sooner than later. And I, and I, I was surprised Tolbert didn't get a little bit more run. That was their rookie they drafted and had a great camp, and they were all high on him, but he, he can, didn't really get a chance. Can this be the injury report, uh, not the Cowboys report? <clears throat> I mean, come on. Can uh, we move on already? Doc, right. Doc was the one that said brought up the wide receivers. Let's talk about a real organization that actually wins titles once in a while. Let's talk about the Steelers. T.J. Watt out with a an injury and I've always wondered about the peck like I've never my peck has never been in danger or damage and I see people do this happens all the time yeah. uh what what goes on when a peck is is significantly injured yeah so you see it in football players and you see it in 
uh, weightlifters bench pressing is one of the other place that you see it. And so what ends up happening is either that tendon tears off where it attaches to the bone, or actually what we see in a lot of our football players is the tendon actually tears when it attaches to the muscle. Um, and that's a much harder issue to fix because it's really hard to suit your muscle back to tendon. So hopefully, for and I haven't seen the report on where the tear is, um, it's hopefully it's more right off the bone because that's much more reliable to heal well. But, yeah, it definitely shuts down his season to allow that to heal. He's done for the year? No. Yeah. I mean, potentially it's at least eight weeks out with that. Ar- so argue with the, the doctor. Is, how, oh, no, no, the reports are. They, they're afraid well, he was going to be out for the year, but he, they, they're now optimistic he'll be back. If it's off the bone, you're saying there's a better shot, Doc? If it's off the bone, yes, because the tendon will heal much more alive than the bone. If it's, if it's that myotendinous tear, the muscle to the tendon, that is a you got to take that much slower. And if it is there, I would be surprised if he comes back this season. Hmm. We probably won't know where the tear is. So, I mean, I think it's reasonable, but it's at least going to be eight, ten weeks probably to come back. So you're talking the end of the season to get him back. Gotcha. Talking to Dr. Larry O'Malley over at UAMS on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. All right, I know you do the uh, knee surgeries, and then you help them with their uh, rehab coming back. But what about the mental side of coming back from a knee injury? We're seeing that with Dominique Johnson for the Razorbacks. He's been cleared to play. He's been practicing, but he hasn't played in a game yet. Uh, what's it? What's that like coming back from a knee injury mentally? Yeah, that's a lot of sports medicine is 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 reaffirming that everything's fine. It's um, looking at their therapy, making sure that they're progressing accordingly, and then really giving the encouragement that they need. And then some of our athletes need some sort of brace. And for some of them, the brace really isn't protecting them that much, but it gives them that mental, okay, I have one more layer of protection, and I can go back and, and try to get back to the level where I, where I was prior to this injury. And so, yeah, there's definitely a, a huge mental component to it. Um, and then there's also the mental component of patients going too quickly, um, and we have to slow them down because they they're, they think they're Superman and things haven't healed like they need to. So we see it on both sides of, of, of their head slowing them down and also their head telling them they can do things before they're ready to do it. And Dominique got rid of the brace, so that, I guess that's a good sign that he feels... That is a good sign, yeah. So it means he's feeling more comfortable, and hopefully, hopefully um, I hadn't seen a report they're going to think he's going to try to play on Saturday. I think we're going to see him for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's a good game to try to get him back for. Yeah. How about concussion protocols? What are those like? Yeah, so concussions are interesting because every concussion is different. Um, they're not all the same, and that's why you see some athletes can be out for a week or two, and some athletes it's longer than that to come back from. And so you really can't start progressing them until their symptoms have resolved. And so there's a true process we go through, and, we, and our trainers continue to monitor our our athletes with concussions on a daily basis to see can they progress to the next phase of recovery. And until the symptoms resolve, you can't move on. And so that's why you see this variability of when they come back from a concussion is that it all depends on how you got to let the, the swelling resolve, their, their um, symptoms to resolve before you can start progressing them back into sports. Last one I got for you. Can you fix a shoulder? I mean, multiple shoulder injuries or shoulder surgeries – is there a chance to get that shoulder back to where you can play football and, and deliver some blows with that shoulder? Yeah, so uh, like with uh, Catalan, the problem when you start talking about shoulder dislocations is every time you dislocate your shoulder, the ball comes out the front of the socket for most of our athletes that have shoulder dislocations, and they risk losing bone on the um, on the socket side. So if you think about your socket, I kind of describe it, it's like a golf ball on a golf team. If you've ever... Um, had a golf tee that you pick up that somebody broke, that golf ball doesn't want to sit on it because it's, it's broken in half. And so that can that's what can happen every time a shoulder dislocates 
is that the ball goes out the front and actually can knock off part of the socket. And so you can get to a point where you don't have enough socket to actually hold the ball in place, even if you tighten up all the tissues around it. And so I know he's, uh, the report now is that he's looking at reconstructive surgery, which is probably what's called like a ladder J. Um, it's a French term where you actually take a piece of bone, um, it's the coracoid in the front of the shoulder, and you actually cut it off, rotate it around. Essentially, you're adding more bone to the socket. Um, and then it also has a tendon attached, so it actually gives some support from the tendon plus that extra socket depth that you're creating with that bone. And for most of our athletes, um, or really most of our patients with shoulder dislocations, um, that's why in my hand I tell my patients you get one shoulder dislocation, we we'll try rehab, the second shoulder dislocation, you get surgery. Um, because the more times you dislocate, the more bone you lose, and you make a much more difficult problem when you start losing bone on the socket. And so you have to give them more bone back. But I think it is reasonable. We have players playing in the NFL that have had shoulder reconstructions um, after having um, multiple dislocations. Mm. But it's just you're out for six, eight months allowing that to heal um, before you can let them come back to contact sports. If it's healed correctly and the surgery happens and it's successful, would you have any reservations about taking him as an NFL team? Uh, It's probably going to knock his 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 draft stock down. But somebody, I think, will still take him. So I think he'll get drafted. He's just not going to get drafted as high with this injury. Once it's fixed properly, is the long-term prognosis any different than somebody who hasn't had a shoulder problem? No, it's still you still are worried about that player um, that they could potentially have problems. So you're not going to want you're going to want to sign him at a you're, you're going to want to draft him. You're going to you're going to take, in my opinion, as a meta, uh, if I'm recommending for an NFL team, I'm going to recommend that player doesn't get drafted as high as you would without that. Um, and, and he already had one shoulder surgery, so that actually would knock him down a little bit. Uh, and that's why they MRI them in the combine um, and really know what they're signing up for. Uh, and they're probably going to take his draft stock down, and then you're going to see how he plays. And he could still sign a, a big contract, assuming he has no shoulder problems, but you're going to want to see how he does under that rookie contract um, before you're going to really want to throw money at him. Okay. Is it always bone relocation, or is there, I mean, is there like a brace or a bracket, or is there any kind of like. I don't know, metal or whatever that you yeah, can put in there? You see, you see these guys playing in, in, in shoulder braces all the time, and it's, it's, it's a key component to try to keep them stable. Um, and the problem is is that when you have to play and you have to be able to bring your arm up above your head, so it's easy for alignment. I mean, they can have shoulder instability. It's not a big deal because they're not having to pick their hand, their hand up above their head. But when you're trying to play defensive back or even a receiver, if you're a skilled position, you've got to be able to get your hand over your head. Um, that is where your shoulder's unstable. Mm-hmm. And so we put them in braces to try to lock them down, but it only does so much. And so uh, for a lot of guys, you can do okay. If you weren't trying to play on a, on a professional level, um, you could, he, may not, he may be okay living with the shoulder he has. But it's going on and needing, wanting to play in the NFL, he needs to have a stable shoulder so that he can actually go out and, and do his job. And so it, it, it's just a, you, we treat his shoulder a little different than yours. You may be able to do okay with his same injury, mm-hmm. assuming you're not going out and playing a contact sport. And so um, you have to take into account what their, what their job is, what they do, what their recreation is, and that as you're making these decisions. I think everything's done, has been done properly and really well for him. It's just the nature of this is the problem with shoulder instability or shoulders that dislocate is, and this is the huge argument of when do you go to a bony procedure for a patient with shoulder instability? Can you try an arthroscopic procedure first, which a lot of us will try, um, but if it fails, then you need to go give them more bone. And so I think everything's been done well. It's just a really difficult problem to deal with. I'm such a child. Uh, okay, I got one from the one from the gallery here. Timmy, real quick with Dr. O'Malley. Go ahead. Okay, you might have covered this while I was talking to Todd. Uh, 
so what's the difference between the first surgery that Catalan got last year and then uh, reconstruction surgery this year, and why wouldn't they have done that the first time? And if you covered it, I'm yeah, sorry. That, I'm going to hang up Yeah, that's a Thanks. really good question. That's a really good question. So normally on the first surgery, what we're trying to do, if you think about shoulders, so you have the socket and the ball, um, and then you have the labrum and the tissue around it, you actually go in arthroscopically, or you can do this open where you actually go fix the labral tear with anchors, and then you retension all the tissue around it, so you're tightening it up. And so it can work for most people, but again, if you're on that borderline and we talk, start talking about how much bone loss you have, if you have 15 to 20% bone loss on the socket side, that has a higher risk of failing that sort of procedure. But it's it's one of those you don't really want to burn a bridge. And so starting with that is not really a good option most of the time. And if it didn't work, then you go to add the bone side and adding the bone. The problem with that is it's a really high – it has a risk of complications with it. It may not heal properly. The screws can get loose. There's a lot of problems that can occur with that. So um, we don't jump to that as our first surgery. Um, and there's a lot of debate in the shoulder world of which one, where do you start? In France, actually, they would start with the reconstruction surgery. In the United States, we do much more arthroscopic surgery first with a camera and try to tighten it up, and you can get really good results with that. And then if they fail, you go to the reconstruction surgery where you add the bone for them. There you go. All right. Very thorough. I'm glad we covered that shoulder. I know more about shoulders than I ever yeah, did before. Yeah, me too. Doc, appreciate the time very much. If you need help with... Uh Anything related to orthopedics, our friends at UAMS are here to help. Colonel Glenn, Autumn Road, and two Shackelford West, same day or next day appointments are available, 501-526-1046 or uamshealth.com slash orthopedics. Doc, thank you. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys.